rock and roll will never die. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the uh, 16-Bit Catholic Podcast. Uh, we're episode 30-something. Again, I should... I need to... I, you know, my New Year's resolution should be to uh, actually prepare for these things a little bit better uh, before we uh, start recording. But, uh, oh, episode 32. I was thinking we were 35 or 36. A little ahead of myself. I am Dustin Faber, and this is uh, the beloved uh, Jason Ryan, the only begotten uh, son that I've ever uh, met in my life. James. Ah, I don't even even know who Jason Ryan is, but uh, (laughs) unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Ryan will not make it. He was was, uh, held up by a series of unfortunate events, but James Ryan will uh, dutifully take over his place. Did I say say Jason Ryan? You you may have. Who the hell is Jason Ryan? I don't know. Do you have a brother named Jason? I don't. Or a but sexy that sounds cousin like a real... that you should introduce me to sometime. That sounds like an awesome uh, uh, comic book series. Who the hell is Jason Ryan? <laughs> I think I put too much uh, cherry flavored rum into this uh, flat soda that I'm uh, drinking here. So no, it's it's usually you put too much soda into your rum. There you go. Well, <laughs> it's like four ounces of rum. I think that's probably about <laughs> about right. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so happy uh, happy New Year uh, to you and to uh, our dear listener. Uh, you're out there somewhere, and, and sir or ma'am or whatever you'd like to refer, uh, whatever you would like us to refer to you as, thank you for, for listening. And uh, I'm going to try something new this year, which is being more organized and succinct with my time, if you want to call that a New Year's resolution. Uh, we're going to start doing these podcasts uh Every two weeks, alternating between you, James Ryan, not Jason, screw that guy, and uh, <laughs> my wife is going to uh, jump on in the other episodes because uh, you don't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, and she does, and I need to talk about that with somebody. So uh, you got you got to get your fix. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't watch that show. It's and, like uh, the best show ever, pretty much. So I think you should uh, you should give it a try. That should be your New Year's resolution. Try something yes. new. And happy new year to you too, and happy new year to the one, like you said, the one lone listener who's in that lighthouse on the coast. We are keeping them uh, company for the evening, and I hope that uh, you keep that keep that light lit so the ships don't hit. <laughs> so yeah, so that's um, thank you to that person, and yeah, so I'm hoping that uh, more regular podcast releases will make me into a better person. I want to try to write more. I want to try to finish reading books that I've started. I want to try to get into better shape and keep my house more organized. And And uh, I probably won't be able to do any of those, but I'm going to try, damn it. I really, I really am going to try. But what about you? Do you have anything that you're working on? Any any cliche New Year's resolutions or even something weird like, uh, I don't know, like slaughtering a pig in the middle of the park and barbecuing it like what what are your what are your plans sir no you know what i was thinking about recently is that i seem to do um i put off a lot of stuff uh you know i always say oh i'll just do it tomorrow i'll do it the next day i'll do you know just such a um such a procrastinator and uh, so i figured i this kind of popped in my head right before new year started that i would anytime i would say i'll do it tomorrow i'm gonna do it immediately oh shoot that's really good actually yeah have you kind of a, have you been tested with this yet? I think I have, and I've I've tr- I've really tried to to go ahead and do it. You know, usually it's something small like ah, I'll take the trash out tomorrow, and I'm like, eh, no, fuck it, I'll do it right now. You know, I'll do, I'll do it. The, the, I am still trying to. I'm still stuck in that mold because it's very hard to get out of the procrastination. But um, you know, it's uh, it's a lot easier on life when you when you just do stuff right immediately. 
Yeah, because then you put it off the next day, and then you've got this to-do list that starts piling up, and then it's like, well, I don't want to do any of it because it's too much work, and it's just a vicious, vicious, horrible cycle. But uh, it is, and then you just keep on pushing it off and pushing it off, and you're like, ah, I'll do you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at a stack of dishes right now in our kitchen. I, you know, I could have done that probably yesterday, but I didn't, so I will be. I plan on doing it tonight before I go to bed. Do you feel like this is like a major problem you had, or is it just thinking like, oh, I need to figure out some little thing in my life to fix? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. No, I've always had something like that. I've always put off stuff till almost the last minute. A lot of times it happened in high school or college when it would be like, you know, writing papers and be like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'll wait till the last, you know, the weekend before it's due or something like that because I knew I could kind of just, you know, burn it off and, and, and do it as fast as, as opposed to, uh, you know, I mean, not, not saying that I didn't get all the, the research ahead of time, but, you know, just formulating the, the paper itself. Um, so, yeah, you know, sometimes it, uh, yeah, I just put it off and you know i usually waste time by doing something stupid instead of doing it so you know how it is like, oh i gotta play this little game real quick on my phone do you feel like that you noticed this more about yourself after you got married or did you always kind of know that hey i i suck at being prompt and on time with the chores i need to do you know it's funny i think i i've always known but um i think after getting married it was more one of those things that kind of popped into my head where you know the the um the the good side i guess the good the you know the angel the devil on the shoulder the angel's like all right well we're gonna take over right now and uh yeah you should probably fix this one up and so, the angel and the devil look just like you that's amazing how that works out i know it's like well, why couldn't you guys look a little bit better for me it's like well you gotta <laughs> look like me like there's enough me in the world let's try and look like somebody else but maybe it's maybe it's jason ryan and then uh you know whoever the other one is oh know. man if it was like uh I like a sexy Ryan Reynolds on one side of me and then like a uh, a sexy, I don't know, Amy Poehler. I'm just trying to think of a, a sexy woman's name. And she's the first one that a, came up. And so A sexy Ryan Reynolds and then a sexier Burt Reynolds. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or I was thinking of that or uh, uh, maybe Jeff Bridges and then a sexy Bo Bridges on the other side. That's uh, – I don't know. Let's uh, – what's a uh, – Oh, what what's the dreamier uh, option there? Are you going uh, Ryan Reynolds and Burt Reynolds, or uh, rest in peace, Burt Reynolds, or uh, Bo Bridges and Jeff Bridges? Who's better looking? Hmm. Com- combined? I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to put them all in a blender and see what uh, what comes out. I was thinking about Bo Bridges because they showed uh, he showed up to Jeff Bridges at the Golden Globes uh, a few weeks ago when Jeff Bridges oh. was accepting this uh, lifetime achievement award, and there's Bo Bridges there, and I, I felt bad because I thought he was dead, and I was like, oh no, oh. Bo Bridges, you're you're alive, sir. I've only seen him in like one or two things. He was in that Wizard movie. You remember that movie? The Wizard? Yeah, the one with the, the one the. Fred Savage and they're trying to get to California, playing a bunch oh, of video games. Oh wow! You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pull my 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 dork card and say that I've never actually seen that full movie before. That's not a dork card. That actually makes you a better person than me. Oh, and okay. Everybody else, <laughs> that movie's terrible, man. <laughs> I know people on Twitter who absolutely love that movie, and I don't know if they're loving it ironically or loving it because they're just weirdos. There's people on Twitter who absolutely love Donald Trump. Like you can't use that as a 
barometer of good taste there because people mm. on Twitter love everything. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. There's probably some guy who obsesses about like uh, videos of people peeing on jellyfish stings on feet or something. Like, there's, that's a <laughs> fetish that somebody has out there. But no, The Wizard is a is a terrible movie because Fred Savage is annoying in that movie because Fred Savage was always annoying when he was a little kid. I don't know. Did you like that the Wonder the, Years? Did you I, not? Think I've actually annoying? Uh, no. I've seen exactly one episode of The Wonder Years when I grew up. It was I, not a big. I know it didn't play big in the house. Sorry. I envy you, sir. You you've lived yeah. a much better life. You're a better person I know, than I am. I know. We we didn't really watch a lot of sick. I mean, we did watch TV, but we didn't really watch a lot of like sitcom sitcoms. It was like I've never seen really any episodes of Roseanne, the original one. Oh. Um, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I've I'm never really seen, missing no. out on that. Like everything no, you're not. naming so far is like. Nothing is urgent. Like, there's nothing that you've named so far that I'm sitting here thinking, wow, he's really missing out in life. That he's, though, he's never seen Roseanne or The Wizard or The Wonder Years. Like, yeah, exactly. though I will say that I watched a, pro- a copious amount of Mr. Belvedere. Is that okay? Yeah, I've never seen that show. So I don't ah, know. That was a great show. That was a great show. Is that the same <laughs> as Welcome Back, Cotter? Or is that oh, something completely different? No, completely different. Oh. But but Bob Euchre is in uh, Mr. Belvedere. Oh, who was Mr. Belvedere? Was he like a principal or something? No, he was a, he was their British like kind of nanny manservant that oh came to the God. house. Good yeah, Lord, I I have know nothing about anything, but uh, dispensing all sorts of sassy uh, you know advice and stuff like that. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm I have this stupid basketball game on the TV, and as soon as I said I know nothing, it showed a shot of the coach, and he was yelling "Come on!" at his players, and I feel like he was talking to me. And he was telling oh. me, hey, come on, dude. Like, what's wrong? Everybody with knows uh, Mr. Belvedere. Come on. <laughs> no, you, wait. So was the Wiz or – no, not the Wiz. The Wiz is great. Jack, oh, the, the Wiz, Wiz is great. The Wizard. That was um, – did, did Fred Savage, was he wearing a power glove? It was the villain who wore the power glove because it was so bad. Um, and then uh, music uh, sensation Jenny Lewis. That was like one of her first films when she was a child actress. And uh, wow. she's got I, great music. Um, she's not really – I mean she's fine in that in that movie, uh, as fine as a, a kid actor can, can be in any kind of movie. But it's nothing really to write home about. But yeah, people have this weird special place in their heart for The Wizard. I think it's just because of all the Nintendo games. It's Probably because of Nintendo. Should I watch it or no? Um, maybe I. I guess maybe because it's kind of cool to see like all those like old video games that the kids are playing and uh, going on the list then. And uh, <laughs> they uh, the the music in the movie, not like the songs, but like the instrumental. Uh, uh-huh. soundtrack is like a really good like 80s instrumental soundtrack so uh right. and uh you've get you got um Bo Bridges and Christian Slater are a father-son duo and they're the best Ooh. part of the movie uh, that's awesome I, I just want that movie just to be about those two and the road trip they have going to look for their uh their brother and uh but no, Fred Savage is annoying in that movie, and I can't take credit for this uh, original thought. Uh, but somebody said that you could take him out of the movie, and you would still have the same movie. You just wouldn't have his character because, like, he's the older brother. He helps his little brother escape to go to California so that they can play in this, you know, big Nintendo competition. But you could take him out and just have the little brother just hitchhike by himself, meet Jenny Lewis, and she's like, oh, I'll help you get to California. Oh, you're really good at video games. Let's let's go and do this. And you would still have 
probably a better movie because Fred Savage is useless. He does nothing in that movie. He really does nothing. <laughs> I watched it like a few months ago, so this is all just really fresh on my brain. But uh, now, was the villain the villain from Karate Kid, or am I just way off? No, he's a different person. And actually, oh. as an adult, a few years ago, he was arrested for um, like stealing uh, pedophilia. No, pedophilia type stuff. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, well, not a not he he turned out to be a villain in real life. But, oh uh, God! I think we mentioned this on the podcast before, but we've all slept and drank and and done other stuff since then. So, uh, but yeah, so I I would say maybe watch <laughs> the Wizard, but you don't really. I, I ex- thought you I thought you were gonna say, well, you know, last time we talked, we've all slept and drank and woke up in an arcade, and then uh, you know, <laughs> no, what? it's uh, it's fine. Just don't expect Citizen Kane when you're watching this film. Ah. That's all so, I could okay. say. when I was a kid, I do remember. So, remember my my friend who had everything. Yeah, he had the Neo Geo, and we loved. Yes, that kid. Neo Geo. He had everything. He had a Turbo Graphics sixteen. He had every toy. You could, R.I.P. The, your friend. He had I'm the a... pizza shooter from the Turtles. He had the the blimp as well. He had everything. Wasn't um, the blimp he, just like a crappy little balloon? Like, yeah, pretty much. Okay. It was well, it was big actually. It was big. Um, but he had the power glove. And I remember him saying, I remember, you know, that was the big thing at the time. Oh, my God, who has a power glove? And oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't work. It's broken. (laughs) No, was it actually broken or he just didn't feel like playing with it and told you that? I think that he thought it was going to be either like in the movie because remember, isn't in the movie like it gets all, you know, doesn't the bad guy use it as like it's some amazing thing? Yeah, he's controlling it, but in a way that you can't really control a game in real life. Okay, so then that's probably why he thought that, oh, my God, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. You know, we're going to have we're going to have Bluetooth technology in 19. What is that? Eighty nine or something like that. Yeah, 1989, 1990. So you're close enough. Um, But no, my uncle told me the the zapper for the NES was broken when I was five. And then I I plugged it in when I was 15 and it worked fine. He just didn't. He just didn't feel like playing duck hunt that day. Oh, um, no, no guns in the house. I, I guess not. It's, uh, he's a, just a ridiculous man, I guess. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Uncle Brett. But no, he, so for about 15 years or 10 years going to my grandma's house, I would always see the zapper and think, oh, well, I can't. I would like to play some duck hunt but or some wild gunman, and I can't do that because the zapper's broke. That sucks. And then one day, I guess I just said, well, I'll just see what happens. And uh, it worked. It worked you magically. You unlocked. And he, I told him the, that. Uh, I told him that he starts laughing his ass off at me. I was like, "Man, really? Like, you couldn't have like broke the news to me like you know seven, eight years ago? You had to leave this dragged on forever like this? Come on." Did, did he like? Did he run away and say, "Dude, it's a prank"? <laughs> no, I wish he did. No, he just laughed his ass off at me, and I just walked to my room, a, a sullen, defeated, fifteen-year-old boy. That's, <laughs> that's all I could do, but. uh so yeah, so uh, you maybe you should watch The Wizard just to cross that off of your bucket list. Uh, oh, that's boy. that's what I'm trying to do with some of my New Year's resolution. I've got like all these books and movies and, and things like that that I I haven't got around to watching yet. And instead of buying new movies and new video games and things to play, I should probably just take advantage and use and enjoy the things I already have and save myself a little bit of money. Like why go and buy the new Spider-Man game when I've got, you know, this X-Men game on the Sega Genesis that I've never completely finished and played. 
So there that's that's what I'm wanting to try to do. Like for instance, somebody made me feel bad at work. I've never seen the Big Lebowski, and I felt Whoa! horrible for that. I know, right? I'm a horrible human. So uh, I need to. I need to. There's a few different movies I need to sit down and watch. That movie is great, but there's that it's it's a very de- decisive divisive movie. Some people absolutely love it and adore it, and there's people who hate it and just do. It. So I don't know what camp you're going to fall into, but um, I mean I like it. I don't think I need to see it a million times. It was it definitely has some funny funny parts. No, okay. but um, yeah, I mean I think I'm down down the middle. I liked it, but I don't need to see it a million times. You don't usually steer me wrong on on movie recommendations. The only one you did was that crappy Rogue One movie. You love that movie for some reason. It's, <laughs> it's like the worst thing I've I, ever seen in my I life. I don't almost. know if I love it, but I enjoyed it and I liked it a lot better than um, after uh, the Force Awakens and then the Last Jedi. Definitely Last Jedi. Well, it's if Rogue One is a better film than The Wizard. I will I will give it that. So. I okay, I will accept that. <laughs> uh, so no, I've never seen the Big Lebowski, and I need to remedy that. I had meant to watch It's a Wonderful Life for the first time ever around Christmas time, uh, but I've never with, seen that either. Stuff with work and family got so busy that I didn't get around to it, and uh, I just thought, well, maybe I should just save that for next year because it feels weird that- to watch that movie in January. I don't know exactly. Exactly. The, the only, I think, the only Christmas movie that you can actually watch throughout throughout the year is obviously Die Hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're in that Die Hard is a Christmas movie camp. Of, of, well, of, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Of course it is. It's uh, it's Christmas Eve. The soundtrack is all Christmas music. There's always jingle, there's jingle, jingle bells and stuff like that. It's a very Christmassy movie. It's not your traditional Christmas movie, but it is a damn good Christmas movie. Okay, uh, I'll believe but, you but on that. Then I've never now I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life either, but I. Th- think growing up i'm sure it was all it was on in the tv i may just not remember it as much as i remember other things do you think that's the case as well that's probably it i don't ever remember seeing it on tv so if it did play in our house it was purely yeah. background noise and my okay. parents didn't my parents didn't believe in that movie enough for us to actually sit down and watch it together as a family so yeah. i don't know if that's just a, a flaw on my parents behalf or if that's just something that they thought, well, our stupid son, he'll probably never even watch this movie voluntarily as an adult. Why make him watch it as a child? And so far, I proved my parents right. Cause you, you showed them. <laughs> I'm like uh, 30, so I'll be 36. I still haven't seen that movie. but So maybe now I'll watch it. Your friend, Chris Alt, as well, I think, believe he watches it every every Christmas. Yeah, he loves that movie. He loves all of Christmas, though. That dude puts Christmas music on like November 1st or something. Uh, so he's he's very much into that, and uh, I feel like I let him down as well because I told him this was going to be the year that I finally did it, and I didn't get around to it. And then the other thing I'm working on, and my wife will be on the podcast in two weeks to uh, talk about this, I've had for about two years now this uh, Warner Brothers 75th anniversary Blu-ray set or 100th okay. anniversary or something like that, but it's got like 50 Blu-rays that go like all the way back to like 1932 with the Grand Hotel going all the way up to like uh, uh, Inception or something from like 2010. It's like, oh, wow. the best of the best. And I've only watched like five or six movies out of that set. And I really wanted that set for years. And I finally get it. And I've only seen like five movies out of it. So my wife and I, we are uh, making our goal this year to watch one movie each week from that nice. set. 
So that's we, cool. Yeah, that's so awesome. we watched the Grand Hotel from 1932, and uh, I didn't know what to expect going into. It. I was like, oh, it's like an old. I want to be like cultured. I want to feel like mature, but I'm like. It's a black and white movie from 1932. I don't really know if this is going to be. Hey, some of those movies great. are real good. Um, but it was a uh, fun trivia. The Grand Hotel, the only movie to win the Academy Award for Best Picture and not get nominated for anything else, not director, oh, wow. actor, anything. Uh, but we watched it and I freaking loved that movie so much. It was so good. It really was a um, really enjoyable movie. Uh, nice. I don't think I've ever seen that movie, before. Uh, and I've seen and I've seen a lot of old old movies. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it was it was a fun movie. It's got uh, Greta Garbo in it mm-hmm. and um, Drew Barrymore's grandfather. I'm trying to think of his name. He was a, a big actor. Uh, let's see. Um, John Barrymore. John. Why couldn't I remember John? John? Yeah. That's such an easy name to remember. But um, so yeah. So we're uh we're watching that, and uh, we're watching uh, next week. We will be watching. Uh, what is it? Blu-ray anniversary collections. The worst podcasting ever that I'm doing here. <laughs> Click uh, back, click back, click back. <laughs> but uh, here's the the next movie we're watching next week is uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Oh, uh, with Errol Flynn? I believe that is the one. Uh, and then uh, also in this set, I will not name all of them. It's very easy to find online, as you just heard me doing. Uh, other movies in this set, uh, The Wizard of Oz, uh, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, uh, Ben-Hur, uh, nice. 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, and then even the newer stuff, you've got uh, Dirty Harry, Clockwork Orange, nice. uh, Goodfellas, and nice. uh, all three Lord of the Rings movies, and The Dark oh. Knight, among some others. The only one I'm nervous about watching is Natural Born Killers, because I saw like, part of that movie like when I was in high school, and it freaked me out. That's so. with Woody Harrelson? I've actually never seen that before either. That's um, Who's the director of that? That's Oliver Stone. Yeah. Yep. That's that's his uh, that's his movie. And uh, but you like Goodfellas more I than do. Godfather. Godfather not on this list, but Goodfellas is in this. So at some point, my wife and I will sit down this year to watch Goodfellas together. Nice. And, um, Have you ever seen Goodfellas before? Yes, I've seen. Okay, good. good. And it's it's good. I liked I like Godfather yeah. better, but Goodfellas is a fun movie. Uh, Ray Liotta is. is fun. Joe Pesci's so annoying in that movie, though. It's okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, if you are like me, and or if you're like my wife and haven't seen Goodfellas, uh, Joe Pesci gets like murdered straight up in that movie and it's great yeah no. some people say he deserved it i don't know I, i'm fairly certain he he was a racist pile of crap dude he totally <laughs> deserved it uh, uh now uh interesting trivia you did mention ben hur ben hur when you watch it you will have to watch it during the chariot race i believe i know for a fact at, at least one potentially two extras died during oh, the shoot. filming are you serious Yes, because wow. they were sto- they were stacked in, and one fe- uh, an extra fell out of the stands and was run over by one of the chariots. Jeez Louise, man! And they they kept it in the film. Oh shoot! Wow! Yeah, okay. you'll you'll see it. I mean, you won't see it. It's you know it goes by fast, so you're gonna have to look. You know, keep your eyes peeled for it. But I do know at least one dies in the chariot races. Potentially a second one, I think too. But I, I think Ben Hur and Gone with the Wind. Those are gonna be like two night 
movies. Uh, I don't know if I can watch all of Ben Hur in one sitting. That's a yeah, long how, ass movie, dude. How long is that? Is that like a, th- a three hour movie? Three or something? And, I think it's like close to three and a half, nearly four hours. It's enough That's to crazy. where they split it over two Blu rays instead of oh just one. God. So we'll be wow. watching that like on Tuesday night. And that's the way they used to do like when they would show movies on TV like Gone with the Wind and Ben-Hur back on uh, back in the 80s and 90s before the, the home video market was really uh, where it needed to be. They would show part one of, of uh, Gone with the Wind on a Sunday night and then they would they'd finish what they'd finish the movie the next uh, the next night. Well, you got to remember this, that when they when they brought movies out in the, in the movie theaters, they had um, there was intermissions. Yeah, I was I was so, looking for their intermission on this Grand Hotel, but they didn't uh, uh, they did not have it on there, and I was like, oh, that would have mm-hmm. been uh, that would have been nice, but yeah, so people could go to the bathroom, they could go get some more snacks, they could go you know probably a smoke, you know, because it was that time and era. Um, so uh, yeah, the movie that in this list that I'm looking forward the most to watching that I have not seen yet is probably either 2001: A Space Odyssey or. Oh, wow. um, I've never seen Dirty Harry either, and that's probably going to be a lot of fun. And uh, and uh, also, I've never actually seen all of the Lethal Weapon movie the whole way Ooh. through. So, oh, first one's great. Yeah, first one's real good. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. Uh, I sent you the if, list so you can see I, the. I see it. Here. Yeah. Um, if if I think it's if I think I'm correct on the Lethal Weapon one, you might see some nudity in the oh, beginning. Okay. All right. I remember sneaking and watching that part of it when I was a kid, and my dad had it on VHS, and you couldn't access things like that on the internet <laughs> back then. But I saw that, and then it made me sad because like, oh, there's a naked woman. Oh, she killed herself. Okay. <laughs> well, she did some she did some cocaine before, and then oh yeah, there's some great movies on this list. Uh, there's some ones that I've oh god, I was just thinking about Full Metal Jacket uh, today. That's, That's crazy. a great movie, the Full Metal that, Jacket. That- that's one of those movies you watch it and you're just like you feel so just awful for the rest of the day because you're just like this is so depressing. But uh, dear listener, you, by the way, this uh, set we're looking at is the Best of Warner Brothers 50 film collection. It's on Amazon. You can get it for two hundred and eighty dollars. I know you can probably buy like the individual movies a lot cheaper, but it's just really nice having that set just to be like, uh, hey, when my kids get a little older, I can be like, here are some of the best movies ever made. Sit down there's and watch some- them. There's tr- some tr- tremendous movies in this. A Streetcar Named Desire, if you've never seen that. That's no, absolutely wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, so is Singing in the Rain. That's a great uh, musical. That is. A, I have, I've, I've, I've heard the music. I've never actually seen the, the film. Oh, it's it's tremendous. In, my, in one of my film classes at uh, in college, uh, we had to watch – we watched a lot of older um, musicals as well. Singing in the Rain was definitely there. Um, there's a couple other ones I can't think of. Oh, yeah, because you went to I, cool I, school in California. I did. taught I you to, cool things like that. <laughs> I went to cool school. Uh, <laughs> One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I just actually saw this a couple of years ago. That's a great movie too. <clears throat> ah, of note, number twenty-three, The Exorcist, came out in nineteen seventy-three. We were just uh, the doc and I were just talking about this today a few years ago on Thanksgiving morning. Now our plan was we we're going to go over to my parents' house or my sister's house for Thanksgiving, uh, you know, lunch, dinner, and we had some time to kill, so we said, all right, well, we're going to make some breakfast. And so we had, well, hey, let's watch a movie. What do you want to watch? And somehow. The Exorcist came up, and we said, let's watch that. We watched The Exorcist on Thanksgiving morning. That's a bizarre time to watch the th- uh, that it movie. It certainly was a bizarre a bizarre day to choose of all that. And I'd never seen it. She'd never seen it either. So, What did you think of it? 
Oh, it's great. It's you great. Like it? Okay, I've never seen that yeah. one either. Uh, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a for for 1973 they did a really good job with a lot of special effects. I have seen number 25 on this list, Superman the movie. That's yes. going to be fun to go revisit when that comes up. Cuz we're going to watch all these even if we've already seen them. If my wife oh, and I cool. already see them, just so we can say we've gotten through the whole the whole list or, and everything. Uh so risky business, we enjoyed that. That was on there. I like that movie. Uh I've never I'm, seen I'm the con- color purple and I feel like a bad I've never person seen that either. That. No. Yeah, I've never seen that either. There's a few movies that, like, you know, they're big. T- I've never seen Driving Miss Daisy, um, though I think caveat is it was 1989. I was 10 years old when it came out, and I probably wasn't going to see it. You know, I probably wasn't going to rush the video store years later and be like, I need to watch that. For some reason in high school, I got in an argument with a friend named Chuck who was convinced that Dan Aykroyd was not in Driving Miss Daisy, and that was a really weird hill for him to die on because – like was he was i didn't know that yeah he's like one of the main uh the main characters in uh that um, film. so uh him and morgan freeman and uh i forget the other woman's name she's an important woman i should not be forgetting yes it her is name, it's judy uh it's not uh judy, not judy bloom Dench. judy, judy dench Ju- no judy garland no judy judy booty possibly <laughs> julia gulia um julia gulia jessica tandy Jessica Tandy, the Tandy yeah. computer. She invented that. Did she not? <laughs> oh, she did. No, she, oh, okay. No, she did not. <laughs> no. Also, Dan Aykroyd was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in that movie. So that is even a weirder. Chuck, if you're listening to this, dude, you were a, a, a dumbass or something for arguing with me on that. I was wrong about a lot of things in college, in high school and college. But Dan Aykroyd being in Driving Miss Daisy, that was not one of the things I was wrong about. <laughs> Oh, you're you're gonna like. Oh, now speaking, I'm gonna get back to Dan Aykroyd, but I just saw number 19 is from 1968. Bullet. That's Steve McQueen, one of uh, uh, widely regarded as one of the greatest car chases of all time. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes, wow, I'm learning he a is here. a he's a detective in I believe San Francisco, and uh, yeah, it's a great film. Um, Dan Aykroyd. If you did not hear the news, Dan Aykroyd's still pushing, and there's going to be a third Ghostbusters. Oh film. no, 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 no! This does not need to happen, sir. And Ivan Reitman's son will be directing it. I don't know who's of the original cast who's in it. I'm sure it's Dan Aykroyd because that man is pushing it, pushing it, pushing it to the limit. And uh, you know what? Hey, here's the thing. I love Ghostbusters 1 and 2. I grew up with as a fan of the Ghostbusters. Loved the cartoon. Never saw the, the, the women busters because it just did not look – I didn't – it didn't appeal to me. Not to, because, you know, obviously I, I'm just not a fan of Because you somebody. hate women on the I internet. I do. I do. I <laughs> do. You know, and and that was the that was the the fence that they were going with because I remember when that came, when that was coming out and Dan Aykroyd was on a local radio station K Rock with Kevin and Bean and they they said that some people came up and said you know it doesn't look very good and Dan Aykroyd immediately went for oh you're so misogynistic da 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 and and of course this is right before um, all the reviews came out and then it was tanked and uh, and bad. But uh, some people liked it. It was but, all right. Um, it was not my favorite movie, but it was – you know what? It's one of those movies that uh, I, I'm not going to buy the Blu-ray of. But if it's on USA Network and I've got a little bit of a hangover on a Saturday or Sunday morning, I'm probably going to keep it tuned in on that. That's uh, here, here, Here's what I would – and I would have said this as, as, as my idea. If you really want to go with female Ghostbusters, go ahead. But let's change it around. Let's keep it in the same universe. Let's have – Let's play up the fact that that Egon is in real life. Obviously, he is dead. But maybe play up the fact that he got sucked into the containment unit, and so they're they're they think he's gone or he's dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. And 
um, both uh, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray's character, they're both, uh, they had a falling out because of this because Dan Aykroyd still believes he's alive and Dan, Bill Murray says he's dead. And so they both have the, uh, Dan, somehow, let's say Bill Murray has the rights to the Ghostbusters. He ends up selling it to these unsuspecting women and Dan Aykroyd uh, finds out and maybe helps them out along the way, uh, you know, to become a ghostbuster. And maybe, maybe he goes into the containment unit looking for, for Egon or something like that. But you know, I he like can plant the idea. fact. Did you come yeah, up with that you know, on your own? I, I did. I totally did. This is, this dude, is a while. That's good. I, I actually came up with that a while ago and you can have Winston and Dan Aykroyd be on, you know, on, on the, the, the female side and have, you know, Bill Murray was, was disgruntled. He didn't want to be in any of the Ghostbusters movies and play up that fact. Maybe he's just, he's, he's crushed. He, he blames himself. Uh, and that plays up on the other one, you know, the first line from the first movie, I blame myself. So do I. And, um, uh, you know, he blames himself <laughs> and he's depressed and, <laughs> and, you know, he could, you know, I want nothing to do with the Ghostbusters and nobody else is allowed to do it. And, uh, maybe he sells the rights or somehow, somehow the, the women find the rights to the Ghostbusters and they find the packs and they, uh, they become Ghostbusters again. So I, I think that's how that idea. Why don't I think you, you should, do like script specs and stuff since you live uh, out in Los Angeles, man? I know. Seriously. Really uh, you know, good. I, and uh, that's the easiest, the thing I, and I thought of, it took me five minutes to think of, and I don't know why these people didn't, you know, and I thought about this a while ago, you know, it's like, do it like that. You know, and, and here's the thing. If Bill Murray didn't want to want to be in it, you could still say, oh, well, you know, um, uh, Vank, Vankman, you know, I haven't talked to Vankman in, in, in a few years, you know, since the falling out. You know, you could just say it like that. You just ooh, name drop Bill Murray, you know, but he's not there. Um, no, I I like that idea. I like that that new Ghostbusters one. OK, but here's the thing. I hated that second <laughs> Ghostbusters movie. That's one of the worst movies I think I've ever had set through. <laughs> in my life and um <laughs> there there were pluses and there were minuses of that movie i will say that uh you could obviously tell that bill murray wanted nothing to do with it but he was contractually obligated but um yeah there were some good parts and there were some bad parts come on how can you not like vigo ruler uh, Carpathia? i mean yeah he's great but the rest of that movie is just like garbage like okay winston's my favorite ghostbuster and they like they throw Winston to the curb in that movie, basically. But they have time to make Rick Moranis into a Ghostbuster. Like, who's the guy you've already got? Like, I don't. I know he, <laughs> well, he comes back in the end and everything, but I don't he's know. the emergency. He's the emergency Ghostbuster. I think it's very close to. Uh, I will say it. I think it's very close to racism how they treat Winston in all these Ghostbusters like media spinoffs and everything like that. Like you had the Sega <laughs> Genesis game; it didn't even have. Winston in it. You could only pick the three Ghostbusters. Like, really? You oh. couldn't add the black guy to your game? It's a fun game. It's probably the, the best Ghostbusters video game at that time. But, uh, but yeah, you had, uh, uh, all three white dudes, but no, no Winston. And I think mm. somebody showed a while back, like when they put out like the, the special new Ghostbusters, like DVD or something like that, like, they blocked Winston's face with the logo or something. Uh, he's, I think he said in interviews, like it's made him uncomfortable. He didn't want to actually go out on a limb and call it like racism, but he said Never. like, yeah, just the way that I get like treated and stuff like that. Like he wanted to do the voice for his own cartoon character on that cartoon, but they That's didn't right. even let him do that. It's like, really? that was uh Arsenio hall for a little bit. Um, but, um, you were talking about Bill Murray earlier. One of the things that he demanded to be included in that new 
Ghostbusters video game that came out in 2009 for like the PS3 and Xbox and all that stuff is one of his demands was equal screen time for all the Ghostbusters. Huh. I think you can read uh, read the lines. Uh, read between, between the lines, lines on that, that one, one. yeah. Uh, but in that game, they actually, uh, it's canon that uh, uh, Winston went back uh, to college and uh, became a doctor. So it's oh, uh, good for Dr. Uh, Zeta Moore. You can hear mm. uh, Bill Murray's character, it says on Wikipedia, yelling at uh, – uh, yelling at some of the ghosts when they beat them. That's Dr. Zettamore to you. <laughs> now, here's an interesting thing about the original Ghostbusters. Now, did you know, obviously, the original casting for Winston was going to be Eddie Murphy. Eddie did Murphy. Did you know about that? Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't but have worked it, at all. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. Work. But did you know that there's also – there was an original casting for Rick Moranis' character? Who was that? It was supposed to be John Candy originally. Oh, man. But he but was because- alive still, right? He was alive still, but okay. because of, of contractual, I think he was tied up with another movie, and uh, he couldn't do it. So that's when they went to uh, another former SCTV alum, Rick Moranis, and he did the job, I'd say, admirably. Yeah, he did. Uh, I'm, I'm looking up. I just looked up uh, Ghostbusters racist Winston into uh, – uh, he says uh, – I, I looked it up on Google. Sorry, I got lost in my words. Uh, but he says uh, that that's one of the most uh, painful parts of his career was the Ghostbusters franchise. Oh. So he said, uh, he said, hmm. you know, Ghostbusters was a lot of fun. The guys were a lot of fun to work with, and we laughed a lot. But for me personally, the movie was probably the most fun and one of the most painful movies I've ever done. It was a real adjustment because the studio kept making decisions that did not include me. So it was hard for me uh, psycholo- psychologically to stay positive. It's only been the last 15 years I've been able to uh, relax and embrace the whole Ghostbuster idea because basically when the movie came out, I wasn't on the poster. I wasn't in the trailer. My character. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, his character was dropped halfway through the movie, and then didn't come in until halfway uh, halfway through. He says so, uh, and they said that in the second movie they did the same thing. They took the character completely out of the first half of the movie, and he said he never really got an answer on why he was left out. But huh? Did he really? I guess he. I guess he wasn't in portion of the of the sec, uh, second movie. The second huh. one, he shows up when they're in jail. He's like, "Oh man, you guys are in real trouble" or something. And then he's like, uh, "And then that's all you see of him for a while." But uh, he does go on to say, uh, "Quote: When you're a black guy, you can blame everything on racism, but I don't go there. I think there are a lot of reasons why things happened, and race is often the least likely reason. When fans come up to me and suggest that race is an issue in the movie, I always say, at least they included me in the film. They didn't have to do that." But I don't know why there are so many things about this business that I don't know why I don't have the time to try to figure it out. Well, yeah. you know what? He could have been in that movie the whole way, and that Ghostbusters two would have still sucked. So he he, <laughs> he 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 made it out alive. He he he's probably better off for uh, for not having to be in that garbage movie. So, but you really yeah. like that movie. You really like Ghostbusters too. Like you uh, well, legit like the movie. I can. Compared to the original one, I did not. I don't. I didn't love it. I think it's. It's. Oh, so your story's changing already. Okay. Oh, we're getting a little. Uh, yeah, we're getting a little <laughs> shake here. <laughs> no, you know what? I don't hate it as much as a lot of other people do. I think it's. Uh, there's some parts, like I said, there's some parts that were enjoyable and some parts that were like, yeah. Um, I think I probably wish there was a little more ghosts, but uh, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. I wish there was maybe a little more humor too, but. 
Yeah, what can you do? One of the podcasts I listened to, uh, We Hate Movies, they they suggested uh, what would have made the movie better is when you start Ghostbusters 2, uh, kind of started off like when they're still heroes, but then in the movie show them screwing something else up. And then uh-huh. that be the reason why everybody hates them. Yeah. But for them to go on and, and just the whole movie, the whole movie basically is, uh, um, is, uh, what's his name? Dick face. What did they call him? What was his insult? <laughs> we, and the first Dickless. movie that was, Dickless. Um, yeah, Dickless. Yeah. it's like Dickless yeah, was right about everything. It's like that yeah. second movie. Dickless somehow shows everybody. Oh yeah. No, the ghostbusters were, were terrible. I didn't turn off the containment unit at all. It's like, uh, it's like, I don't, these, I don't want to live in a world where Dickless was right. These men have an unlicensed containment unit <laughs> in the middle of New York city. So yeah, so I don't want to see a third Ghostbusters movie. I didn't like the second one. That extreme Ghostbusters cartoon they had was all right. Uh, they had back in the nineties. I don't know if you ever watched that or not, but I did not. Uh, okay, well, uh, it was it was fine. It was fine. So I don't know what they'll do with this third one, but I don't know. I I just like the idea of leaving it in the past because it's a good movie in the past, and why trudge it up again? But, no, I agree. I agree. I don't. I, you know, he's he's definitely Ackroyd's definitely trying to get money uh, out of this, and uh, it it reeks of desperation. You know, it's yeah. not it's not fresh. It's not cool. Um, you know, if if you really wanted to bring Ghostbusters back, maybe do an animated show, another one. You oh, know? that'd be fun. Just do like a, and you could get Bill Murray on easily for that because he loves doing voices for everything yeah. it seems like but maybe in this new movie they'll kill him and bill murray will be a ghost and be a ghost <laughs> that would be fun but um yeah but yeah but uh what's his name uh that played uh egon is is dead and so yes. it's like you're gonna do ghostbusters without egon like okay i i guess that works but i don't know scares me yeah, I, I originally thought that once he was done, or once he he passed, that you know we we put this one to bed. But they just they can't. Yeah, so that's Hollywood for you, though. If you have nostalgia for something, they'll try to make a nickel off of it. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing with my New Year's. Is I'm going to try to watch those movies. I'm, I've got Very cool. five books because I'm a terrible reader, but I need to set a good example for my children and show them. Oh no, you should try to read more books. And I need to put down screens down and and try to read more books. But what about you? What uh, what kind of things are you going to try to work on this year, uh, so- media wise? There are so I do have a list of, of movies that I some I have not seen in a long time or some that I have just never seen and it's some some classic ones some obscure ones that like I've been Clue I've been, you've never seen Clue you're gonna oh, finally yeah, watch Clue this year <laughs> never seen that. <laughs> yeah there's there's just a you know I have some crazy ones some newer ones some um, some older ones I'm looking at you know just some 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 full on like I've never seen uh, I'm looking at the list right here I've never seen Dick Tracy before really that's yeah, kind of a fun that. movie. I've never actually seen Remember the Titans before either. Yeah, that's okay. It's not I real though. They say it's a real story, but it's wildly embellished. Right, that's what I've heard. Now, there's movies that I've seen when I was a kid, but I haven't seen since I was an adult. Like I've, I haven't seen The Masters of the Universe since I was a little kid, hmm. uh, which I'm sure is probably awful. It, it, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> I've, I haven't seen I haven't seen the '80s Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren since I was a kid either. Oh, I've never seen that at all. I, I remember certain parts of it. I remember him with his motorcycle in the sewer. Yeah, we had um, a motorcycle in the sewer. Yeah, he did. I think that's how he got around to like you know killing people and stuff like wow, that. Wow, that seems yeah. like a lot of work to get your motorcycle um, down. I've, right? 
There's a movie called Ice Pirates, which is a cult classic. I've never seen. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. It's an '80s movie. They're set in the set in space, and they're pirates who are stealing ice because there are planets that don't have water and stuff like that. So you know, it's a, it's a crazy. Yeah, I've got a list of that. I've got um, TV shows. Currently, I'm watching. Um, I when I when it first came out, I was think I was in college at the time. So this I sort of missed a lot of it but the Superman animated series the one from uh, that Bruce Tim and all those guys did after Batman animated series and before Justice League when that came out I think I'd only seen a couple of the episodes and so I, I remedied that I am on so it went three seasons uh, I'm on the last season right now uh, I just watched the first episode of the of the last season tonight so uh, yeah I got 12 more episodes and I'm, I'm done with that that's pretty how, uh how is that how does that hold up you know, it's actually pretty good. Some of the there's some episodes that got got a chuckle from me, especially when Lobo shows up, and that's that's he's voiced by Brad Garrett from uh, Everybody <laughs> Loves Raymond. That sounds like he's fun, hilarious. Um, there's an episode where uh, Superman meets Mitz, or actually Mister Mitzelplick meets Superman, and he's voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I need to me check this out. As uh, yeah. Joker show up on that? Mark Hamill Joker uh, show up in there? You know, there is an episode. They did do a crossover Batman, uh, Superman, Lex Luthor, and Bat and Joker. And that was a two part, I think it was a movie. It was like a two, like an hour and a half movie or something like that. Oh, that so three episodes. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. I got a list of those things. And then, um, for book wise, I'm, um, I'm reading a couple things right now, but actually I just started, I don't know if you ever heard of the, the, the comic book series, uh, saga. No, but should I have, uh, I think it's pretty popular. It's based in a, I just finished the first, um, the trade paperback. So that's the first six issues. It's based in a alien world where, a planet and a moon, the citizens of each planet and moon are at war with each other. Oh, that and sounds they, like fun, actually. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's like everybody's kind of weird. Like the people on the moon are like very – they use magic and they're like – like the main character actually has kind of like um, like sheep's horns for – you know, but he's, it looks like a human. And then like the the girl uh, who's from the uh, the planet, she's got kind of like fairy wings or something like that. And they meet each other in – she's in the army. He's captured and they have a baby together and they're both on – they're on the run right now from both sides. That sounds like and, fun actually. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. And it actually is the guy who did it. Um, he – hold on. Let me look at that because I'm, I'm – I am – I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, saga comic uh brian k vaughn brian k vaughn what else has he done he has done let's see he's won some awards he's done uh yeah look at that i pulled him up too and uh oh he did why the last man if anybody if you've never read that one before that's i'd suggest that one that's pretty cool there's one man there's a disease that wipes out every man in the world except for one guy and there's all women and so uh, it's a race to kind of find him so that maybe they can uh, they can try to make the human race survive. Oh, shoot. Oh, he uh, played Father Lantum in the Daredevil Netflix series. He did? Because he yeah. doesn't look that old. That's what it says. Uh, uh, fa- character, Father Lantum, uncredited. So. Huh. Oh, well, that, that wasn't then that wasn't the uh, the father that that helped him. I don't think. Oh, was that it? wasn't. Oh, okay. I thought that was the father. Yeah, that, no, because no, because that he was a, a. I guess he did Runaways as well too. Huh. Oh, okay. I no, is he? The, I think this might be the actual father. 
Okay, I'm looking huh. at a picture of him. Wow, maybe somebody's just screwing around with me on Wikipedia or something. Like, ah, you know, it'd be funny if we put down that he played <laughs> an old man priest or something. But uh, but it's it's pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it thus far. It's like I said, six issues in. Uh, it looks pretty kind of you know kind of funky sort of fantasy meets um, uh, future, not futuristic, but just kind of I don't know. It's just a funky. I, I'm still trying to get a foothold of what exactly it is and. Um, yeah, but it's it's interesting. It's a good read, and uh, it's it's pretty some pretty good dialogue and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm planning because in my uh, library they've got every uh, volume in the trade paperbacks. Oh, thus that's far. nice. That yeah, makes it so easy pretty, on you. Yeah, totally. So I um I just read the first one, and then I just put a uh, a hold on uh, volume two and three. So hopefully I'll be getting those in a couple days. I thought about trying to pick up some graphic novels at the uh, at the bookstore. I had some Christmas money left over the other day, but I couldn't figure out which one I wanted, so I just gave up. It's like, well, I'll just do some research and and huh. come back to this. But the uh, the saga one sounds like that would be uh, worth spending a little bit of money on if I can't find it in the yeah. library. It says, you know, the comic is described as um, as Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. Uh, critics, uh, I've never seen that. either of those two things, so I don't know. <laughs> or, or Lord of the Rings, uh, kind of meets uh, Romeo and Juliet and stuff like that. Um, okay. yeah, you know, I've never seen any Game of Thrones, so I don't I've care. I've never seen Game of Thrones either. I've seen Star Wars like oh, too yeah. many times. But, yeah, um, but yeah, so. I know this looks like fun. Uh, the books I'm reading right now, I finally started reading the Harry Potter books because uh, my wife loves them. So I was like, well, I'll give them a try because I like the movies all right. And that first one's pretty fun so far. So that is mm. what I'm doing. And then uh, our reading Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen is uh, also what I'm doing right now. And then sometime this year, I need to listen to the audiobook of Bruce Campbell's uh, new autobiography. Oh, cool. Did. Uh, that is uh, those other three on the list so nice uh, so when uh the 2019 comes to a close what uh what will what will have happened that you will consider the year to be a good year well i'm working on a project right now um it's uh it's actually involving beer and um Ooh, uh, hopefully i'll beer. be getting i'll be getting paid for it um oh, very soon i was doing it yeah i did a consulting job with uh with a company with restaurant so um and i'm working on that so hopefully by the end of this year uh hopefully we'll have so it will have expanded into something that is a viable uh money-making opportunity for me oh, i'm looking forward to that i'll have to ask you about the air uh what that yeah. is uh but now we have come to the end of the show where i ask you james how can we uh find you on the uh twitters you can find me at Beer Baron for Life. That is the number four L I F E. Uh, I am also at at the TLD podcast where we talk about retro wrestling. We were supposed to record uh, an episode last Sunday, but I was unfortunately at a brewery Ooh. doing work. Oh, look! At so this. we will be. I know we will be recording this weekend. We are, uh, are going to be doing WCW NWO sold out nineteen ninety eight. That is the Ooh, uh, a- giant, giant versus Kevin Nash in the big uh, the neck injury uh, powerbomb. Was that Scott and- Hall and Sting, or was that the following sold no- out? No, I think that was the following sold out. But Scott Hall fought Larry Zbysko in a pretty interesting match. Oh, okay. um, Bret Hart now this. This is Bret Hart's first pay-per-view for WCW as he fought Ric Flair in a – I think the match was like 18 minutes long. It was it was, it was good, not as good as their previous ones, but it was uh, a good match. Okay. 
the last thing you uh, tweeted out a few days ago, you said, I think I would have gone with a triple threat for the Rumble, Finn versus Cena versus Lesnar, but that's only if you're taking the title off Brock, which I don't think is the case here. So you're yeah. in the Royal Rumble mood. But um, yes, I'm sure by the next time we do a podcast with each other, it'll be the middle of the beginning, middle of February. I'm sure we will be Royal Rumbling it up uh, at that point. But who do you think is going to win the Rumble this year on the men's side? Boy, you know, that's it's always such a weird thing because I never know. Either I don't pay attention enough or I, you know, to not see kind of the 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 writing on the wall um, or. I just don't or I don't care a lot of times with the current roster. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think maybe somebody like Seth Rollins is going to win. Okay. I don't think he will. I don't think he will, but because um, I think something like a Money in the Bank would be more f- for him. Maybe, you know, maybe Braun wins the Royal Rumble. I, you know, it's so weird because I don't think they want to put the title on him for some reason. No, I you have know? no idea why. But the and, and, thing- they, and they and they. They kind of killed his momentum too, because he was. I liken him, you know, Mikey, my my co-host and I. We talk. We we have our undying love for Sid Vicious, and Sid had such the the absolute <laughs> craziest. He couldn't do shit in the ring, but he could pop the hell out of the crowd. The crowd absolutely loved him. He had some weird, funky, magical charisma that people just loved seeing him kick people's asses. And Braun Strowman has that charisma, but they totally just nerfed him. They just killed him off, you know, recently. You can also understand what Braun Strowman is saying in his promos, which you uh, couldn't always do with Sid. Well, yeah, you know, I think two Mondays ago he didn't really have – he had a problem talking to Brock Lesnar. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's more Sid on that one than Was than, Sid than the ever. one who had the promos that were hard to understand or was that somebody else? That's probably somebody else, but Sid did butcher some things before. He said something like, um, I'm, I'm not the – I'm – you're half the man I am and I'm half the smart, I'm smart, half smarter than you or something like that. Or he's got ones where he tried, he tried a promo at like a survivor series or something like that. And he goes, Oh, you know, he botched it on live TV. And he goes, Oh, let me try that again. And Jim Ross is famous for saying, Hey, we're live here, pal. (laughs) You know, I was thinking of, I was thinking of Scott Steiner's promos, but you couldn't understand what he was saying. That's, that's the person I'm thinking of now, man. Yeah. A Scott Steiner promo is just the most indecipherable mess you could ever hope I'm going to give him a leg. You give him a leg and I give him a leg. Give him uh, my back. Oh, my goodness. That's, uh, that's good stuff. No, the only thing I'm really interested in on the wrestling side is whatever Becky Lynch is doing. Like Other than oh, her. Man, yeah. She's, she's great. I don't know if she's going to get that title. I don't think she's going to get that title. I think she's going to um, lose with shenanigans or something. And... Uh, go up against Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. That seems to be what here's, everybody wants, but I don't I know. I think so too, but here's the interesting thing. Somebody had just put said a rumor that Ronda Rousey apparently is is going to be leaving soon. She wants to start a family. Oh, okay. Well, good for her then. So I guess. I mean, but I'm sure Vince is probably a little mad about that. Yeah, a little bit. Well, maybe she could do part-time or something like that. But um I guess, but then then that makes me think, okay, well, you know, I you know, I don't think they're going to put the title on Sasha because I think the money thing is to have Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania. No, I'm I'm just ready to see Sasha and Bailey have another match up against each other. Like that's Yeah. That's what needs to happen cuz they I remember watching that the match that they had with each other in in NXT, at the NXT. when yeah. Bailey won the title. Holy that's one like that was one of the best matches I'd ever seen in my life up to oh, that yeah. point. Oh yeah. 
maybe the best match I'd ever seen up in my life, not counting Austin and Bret Hart. So my God, that was such a great thing. And it's killing me that they're not having them wrestle each other on TV nowadays. But, but that's why I don't get paid to, to book things. I'm not, uh, not yeah, in the gorilla right. position to decide these things. You no, see what no, I did sir. there? You like that? I did. I did. I like it. I, I like it. I like witty it. as hell is what that was. But, um, <laughs> I am on 16-Bit Catholic where you can uh, see me uh, laughing at people who are getting offended by that Gillette Razor ad because those oh, are the worst yeah. people ever. <laughs> Have you seen that? Those people just – Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> oh, man. That, that ad was like a nuclear bomb for those folks. Like they just <laughs> – they just, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. It's it's humorous, but it's also sad like all at the same time. And I don't – It is People just you know are li- just live to get offended for some reason. They do, and more that thing really hit them hard, I guess. But uh, anyway, so you can find me at Sixteen Bit Catholic, and I will do my best to amuse you in the only way I know how on uh, Twitter. But uh, everybody, thank you for listening, and join us in two weeks uh, when my wife comes on to talk about the first few episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nines. Uh, season six and we'll also be talking about the grand hotel and mutiny on the bounty so uh we're looking looking forward to that it should be fun uh james any final words of wisdom for the listeners out there uh let's see go uh go go tell it on the mountain no i i you know hey Hope uh, everybody uh, stays warm. Uh, this weekend's going to be very interesting uh, for for weather wise. I know it's pouring rain out here in L.A. So, and I heard uh, Mike Mikey is my uh, co-host. He's in Texas. He says freezing cold out there. So, oh uh, everybody stay stay safe on the roads. And uh, and uh, well, I guess we'll see you in a few weeks then. All right, man. I will. Uh, we will see you then. Everybody, thank you for listening, and have a great day. <laughs>